Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, August 18th. Former President Donald Trump is at the center of multiple federal and state investigations. We'll break down the very latest on the various probes and court developments. Donald Trump is certainly no stranger to legal battles. In fact, he has spent most of his life engaging in them in one way or another. And now we're learning a bit more about the Justice Department's criminal investigation into the potential mishandling of classified documents. There was this rare dispute playing out in a federal courthouse today in South Florida over what transparency the public is owed into this particular DOJ investigation. This is the investigation, you'll recall, that the search of the former president's Mar-a-Lago home and the seizure of documents is all a part of. So much of the legal speculation going into this hearing was that the judge was going to be totally unlikely to want to publicly release the actual sort of underlying affidavit that was presented to the court in order to get that search warrant approved to go get documents from Mar-a-Lago. Well, guess what, folks? The judge actually opened the door to the possible public release of a heavily redacted version of the affidavit because he said he wasn't convinced that the entire affidavit should remain secret from the public. The judge plans to hear more from the Justice Department by next week about how extensively investigators want to keep confidential the document that describes their investigative steps and methods leading to the need for the search. So DOJ lawyers will now have to take out their redaction pens, go paragraph by paragraph, and decide what can be public and what cannot be public from their perspective. The question becomes, will this be so redacted to be meaningless when and if it actually gets revealed to the public. The judge also said today that he's going to order to have unsealed some of the procedural filings, which is nothing too substantial. That includes the DOJ's motion to seal the warrant documents, the order granting that sealing request, and the criminal cover sheet. Why does the Justice Department not want the public to see the full affidavit? Well, in its arguments, It says that it opposes releasing the affidavit in an effort to protect witnesses and to keep grand jury proceedings under wraps. As you know, grand jury proceedings are supposed to remain secret. This affidavit is a document that investigators had to present to the judge that outlined specifically why they thought there was probable cause of a crime being committed or a crime that was committed to get the warrant to search and seize the documents at Mar-a-Lago. So this, unlike the list that was released last week of the documents and what was taken, unlike the warrant itself, this is everything we know and why we believe there's probable cause of a crime here. And obviously, in this ongoing matter, the government does not want to tip its hand. Now, Trump and some of his Republican allies wanted the judge to unseal the affidavit for transparency purposes. And of course, several media organizations, including CNN, is also arguing in court to release the affidavit given the unprecedented nature of this investigation and the heightened public interest. And just a reminder about the seriousness of this case, you saw last Friday when the judge unsealed the search warrant that certain potential violations of law were identified, violations of the Espionage Act, 
obstruction of justice, and potential criminal handling of government records. All the potential crimes that the Justice Department believes there is enough there to suggest they could actually prove their case to warrant getting their hands on these documents. And as you know, they removed 11 sets of classified documents from Mar-a-Lago even after a Trump attorney had stated that everything classified had already been returned. That clearly ended up not being the case. Now, we've seen Donald Trump raising tons of money off of this episode. He is trying to use this to his political advantage. Think about that. A former president of the United States who has stated he very much may run again for the White House is trying to turn an FBI search and seizure of classified documents from his home into a political attribute. I mean, in any normal universe, this would all be just like terrible information for a politician. And yet Donald Trump is leaning into it. It certainly seems to be energizing his grassroots supporters, at least financially. They're raising a ton of money off of this. And you saw almost unanimity in the Republican Party, not something we normally see these days, coming to sort of Trump's point of view on this, that the search was out of bounds in some way. That's near unanimity, I should say, in the Republican Party on this. But as the days went on, you started seeing some Republicans backing off complete alignment. Like we discussed yesterday, you saw Mike Pence say, yes, Merrick Garland should be held accountable, but we should not be attacking rank and file FBI personnel that conducted this search. And the violent rhetoric out there should be tamped down. There's also the argument from Donald Trump and his allies that everything was declassified, that there was a standing order. Well, listen to John Bolton, former Trump national security advisor, refute that point on CNN on Tuesday. There was no standing order. I was not briefed on anything like that. When I started as national security advisor, I never heard of it, never saw it in operation, never knew anything about it. The president never said anything to me during 17 months there. Uh, I just think it's a complete fiction. And now CNN is learning from a source close to Trump that the former president is weighing some advice he's getting from his advisors as to whether or not to release the security footage from Mar-a-Lago of the search. Again, the argument there is if you release it, it's going to give something for your supporters to rally around and really inject more energy into this. The argument against is it's never a good idea to have the world see a former president who wants to have a political future still have the government moving in on his home and taking documents out. But of course, what's really happening here is that Donald Trump is once again sort of programming the media and the attention around this. I mean, since last Monday's search was enacted. This has been two weeks of near wall-to-wall coverage of Donald Trump. Not necessarily in the most positive light the way Donald Trump would want, but again, he's doing what he has perfected for so long over his career, which is sort of setting the conversation. And now this is an example of sort of that reality show mentality, will he or won't he release the footage? And he gets to sort of program the conversation. One other big legal note today for Donald Trump, by the way, The former CFO of Donald Trump's real estate company, the Trump Organization, Alan Weisselberg, pleaded guilty today for tax fraud. In the plea, he admitted to participating in a 15-year tax fraud scheme where he failed to pay taxes on $1.7 million in income. He agreed to this deal in order to get a lighter prison sentence of five months 
instead of facing the maximum penalty of 15 years. And as part of the deal, Weisselberg agreed to testify at a trial of the Trump Organization scheduled for October 24th. However, Weisselberg didn't agree to testify directly about Trump or his children. The Trump Organization responded to his plea today saying that Weisselberg is, quote, a fine and honorable man and pledging that, quote, the two Trump companies that the Manhattan DA has been targeting, however, will not be taking a plea for the simple reason they have done nothing wrong. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.